Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. <coughs> this is Amanda on Unapologetic. Petri. Are you okay? <laughs> Two lonely unapologetic moms. <laughs> We're lonely? No, we are not erasing this. Oh, this is man. golden. All right, anyways, welcome back. My name's Amanda. I'm a post-divorce single mother of two. Still. <laughs> single. She's soon to have a very, very sexy man from Farmers Only, though. I'm Allie, or Allison, whatever you want to call me. Sometimes my husband calls me a bitch. Um, he does not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm married, hence the husband. And I have a, 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 several children and a lot of <laughs> animals. All right. So I'm Allie's also, still I'm still dying. I'm still sick. Um, and I haven't taken my meds in three days, which Rob is, I'm on ter- steroids and antibiotics. And Rob um, is going to kill me because I should probably take them. Also, um, how was your week, Allie? My week was good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we celebrated Jaden's birthday yesterday because we didn't celebrate it last year, and that was really fun. Um, we saw all of our friends, and next week we're having another party for him for family because we're just extra like that. Oh, <laughs> that's exhausting. You exhaust me. We're in bed right now together because, once again, we have no table, so I'm going to slightly, like, touch her leg and freak her out. <laughs> Is that why you moved I, all the way to the back yes, of my I bed? Moved all the way over Don't worry, here. we haven't had sex since we cleaned the sheets I'm last. Happy. <laughs> I'm happy. Um. So yeah, actually, he might have. Oh, I'm just kidding. Oh Jesus. <laughs> um. I picked a tick off my kid this morning, so that was fun. Probably from nice, my house. Um, nice Your adventure. children did not take the water bottles off my roof, by the way. Okay. Well. So my oldest uh, and my youngest may have or may not have allegedly no, they thrown did. water bottles on Allie's roof when they were playing flip the bottle, which, whatever. The fuck game is that? Who taught them that? Okay, we played worse games when we were kids. No, I so. know, but how did they learn that game? I don't know, the mm. internet? <clears throat> these these eight-year-olds and 17-year-olds, namely... Um, Jeffrey, Nicolai, Jeffrey, you thinking, Jeffrey Nikolai, kids. and Declan. Yeah, my kids are rebels. Um, <laughs> um, I know for a fact it was Jeffrey, Nikolai, and Declan, and none of the other kids are doing it. So, yeah. anyway, um, this week we're going to talk about water is blood in water. Oh my God. <laughs> I think Allie's drunk. I'm not. I'm totally <laughs> sober. Uh, no, so I was saying to Allie that we should do an episode of water being thicker than blood. I don't know what that means. So, oftentimes you hear people say blood is thicker than water. So, in other words, like... My blood? Family. Family's thicker, like, sticks by you. They're thicker. They're there for you through thick and thin. Okay. Versus water <coughs> is more clear. Sorry about that. I just got right. <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, oftentimes we'll, we'll kind of compare it, like, oh, as in, like, family's going to be there for you through thick and thin, but water is more like friends or people from the wayward, and they're not going to be there for you. I'm literally eating the microphone. Get closer to the computer, though. Sorry, it's really... I'm loud. She's not. Anyways. And <laughs> now we know who would win in bed. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, one thing I wanted to, like, talk about was about how um, oftentimes now that I'm in my late 30s, I can say that, um, is that... God, you're so old. Just kidding. Anyways. <laughs> 
way to boost my morale right now. <laughs> Listen, you made fun of me all day yesterday. I could take a couple jabs at you today. Right. So I one thing I learned is that um, my friends are the family that I'm choosing. Oh. And it's funny how friends that I've made in my 30s are way bit different than the 20s, which we talked about previously. But also, as a result, they are the family that I actually like and want. And they have been there for me through the hard times versus I've had family literally betray me, um, beat me up emotionally, um, and not be there for me when I'm in my darkest, <coughs> lowest points. Sorry about that. Oh, my God. Anyways, so, I mean, I definitely think that that's something that a lot of people deal with when they have family that is just not um, there for them, family that um, kind of go their own way. But as a result, uh, the friends have been there for you through the thick and thins, you know? Yeah, I mean, I can't really relate because I have a really good family situation, like, overall. I don't really have... Well, aren't you just fortunate? No, I'm, My I'm, family's, okay. like, super amazing, right. <laughs> and I don't understand anything because okay. we have no turmoil. Well, and no, my it's not... are great, but they're not my family. <laughs> That's not how it is. I have different... I have different things going on. So, like, I had a lot of friends that I used to have that are no longer the, either the same type of friends, meaning the closeness, like we've grown apart, or I don't even speak to them at all. So, for me, it's not necessarily friends versus family it's friends versus friends but for you you've always had like my family I have two brothers and my parents like all my other family is out of state so I don't really interact with my other family and I'm very close to my two brothers and there's we grew up together and we've been great so like my situation is different in that sense in your sense you have a lot of family you've always been very close to your family most but. of them but Things have happened recently or in the past, recent past, that have made it so that you lean more on friends because you've realized that they don't always have to share your blood to be there for you and support you. Right. And I think it's heartbreaking for me to not be like know some of my nephews or nieces because... Um, because of other people's selfishness and stupidity. Well, and they have their own agenda. Yeah. Um, I'm not a priority. So it is what it is. But yet, like, for example, like your kids accept me as auntie, even though I'm not blood auntie. Yeah. You know I mean, and I think that's typical of a lot of best friend relationships. But just in the last like, like I when I met you, we weren't this close. And just in the last like even just the last six months to a year, we've gotten close to the point where my kids do call you auntie and they like immediately they know your children. They want to be with your children like. It's, it doesn't have to, it's just like adoption. When you adopt someone, you're not blood related, but you still love them. Yeah. Or you might be blood related. It depends on the situation. Right. But I just think it's, I think it's just interesting to me because, um, you know, again, I think it maybe is because I am from a very large family and there's just, when you have that many people, there's just going to be well, natural, well, there's going to be natural separation. Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of hard for somebody who's like me, who I am very sentimental. Um, and so family is really important to me. But I think one thing I've learned is that um, the unfortunate truth is sometimes uh, water is thicker than blood. 
And um, though at least that's played true for my life. Um, I know some people who are only single children and I can't imagine being an only child. Like that's crazy. Um, and so I've heard from those individuals like they can relate because they don't have that blood relationship with other people. Um, but I just think it's when you're, I think it's when you're hurt is when you recognize it the most. And um, that's hard. You know, I had a situation recently um, with my sister and her husband. And um, as a result, um, that caused a divide in our, in our relationship, our friendship. Um, and that really sucked because um, my friends would never treat me that way. Um, and yet my family treats me that way. And so that was very hurtful for me. And um, that was really hard for me and hard for my kids, um, hard for my friends who had to watch me struggle and cry over that. Um, but I think it's really weird to look back and say, wow, my friends would never treat me like this, but yet family does like that's messed up. Yeah. That's messed up. up. And this isn't the first time I've had a, a situation with family. Um, my oldest is adopted and, um, it's a kinship, um, adoption. And so unfortunately, like I don't talk to his mom, his mom, and I don't have a relationship, um, and it's better that way. And, um, it's just, it's really hard when you have to write off family versus, I mean, like friends, friends are going to come and go. It's kind of like naturally expected, but not family. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I get it. And I just think, you know, for me, I, growing up, I had such a good experience mm-hmm. in family yes, life. Yes, Pollyanna. I'm just kidding. Who the fuck is Pollyanna? You don't know who Pollyanna is? No. Oh that it's gosh. hard for me to relate in that way. But what I can relate to is, like, you know, people that I thought I was close to, that I thought had my back, that I thought were supportive. You know, either – and growing apart is different. I mean, I have definitely in the last year or so, especially with COVID, grown apart from a lot of people that I had – once considered like close or best friends but you know I'm content with my circle now and I feel like some of the friendships that I have basically grown apart from or some of them that maybe I cut off you know subconsciously or whatever I did it for a specific reason because they weren't there for me when I needed to them or I didn't feel like they were supportive enough but I feel like you know, everybody has a circle and I feel like I'm happy with my circle. I think there's like, there's like a quote or a meme and I'm totally going to misquote it, but it's like, um, don't be upset when God takes away like some relationships from you. It's like he took out the trash yeah, and like no, from your before. life. And, um, unfortunately, um, some friendships I've lost have been almost hit me harder than some other relationships I had in my life. Um, you know, and that's been difficult. Well, because you learn to see those people, whether they're family or not, as family. Like, I feel comfortable calling you up at 8 o'clock in the morning telling you I'm peeing in my daughter's diaper because I have urinary mm-hmm. issues. <laughs> I feel like, like yeah. I feel like, you know, you're a sister to me and I can tell you that type of embarrassing stuff. Or like, and everyone talk- else. Okay, well, they're also my friends, but well, everyone listening is your friend. Oh, no, no. <laughs> well, no. I have a million friends. Facebook told me so. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought you meant, like, outside of this. No. No, I, you know, I feel comfortable, like, telling you that stuff. Obviously, I'm open with it. I don't care. I know I have urinary issues, whatever. 
um, refer back to my, uh, my child ruined my body. Um, but I, I know that I have people that I can rely on or that I can call up and be like, this is an issue. Or like, you know, you telling me I need to give my husband more blowjobs. Like that's something like a sister would probably say, right? No? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. I hope my sisters would never tell me that. Really? Yes. I don't know. I just feel like. See, I never had a sister, so I don't know that type of relationship. Okay. Well. I feel like you could give sex advice. We've crossed that line. What? what? I can give sex advice to my sister? Well, don't sisters talk about, like, men, like, men and sex and stuff like that? No? No. If any, growing up with my sister, I talked about how much I wanted to, like, kill her. I mean, like, that um, was okay. sister love. <laughs> My point is, I feel like you've become, like, a sister figure to me, and I can go to you for stuff like that and advice and stuff like that, yeah. But I think that that, that proves my point, though. Like, it's like, if something were to go array and... Array. Array, array, whatever. I don't care. Don't correct me on my inappropriate grammar See, we usage. we fight like sisters. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you want to get sister tattoos? No. Oh, okay. No, because you probably pick something really frilly and girly and drive me crazy you were wearing a fucking dress the other day i wear dresses all the time don't tell me you're not girly i am a girly girl okay ish not really but anyways <coughs> um again i think it goes back to friends treat each other i feel like they they value the friendship a lot more versus family sometimes can misuse that relationship knowing that you're not gonna go anywhere does that make sense? Too? Yeah, no, I get it. That makes sense. Like sometimes friends are, family's like, I can treat you like shit because, because you're gonna still come back to me. Yeah, right. And but friends can do that. We're gonna too. still see each other at family union. Well, I yeah, mean, toxic then, is toxic, no matter whether they're. Uh, this goes back to the blood relation. No matter whether they're blood or not, toxic is toxic. Okay. <laughs> you're making fun of my toxic. pronunciation. Listen, but yet you're. <clears throat> I'm coughing up like shit. Not literal shit. I'm just coughing up shit. You should take your medicine. What a novel idea. <laughs> Anyways, so I don't know. I just thought it was interesting um, that I think when we go through different experiences in life, we realize that someone that we really loved and valued and um, thought had a we close knew. relationship with, like, yeah, like, I know my sister since she was born. <laughs> and I love her very much, and she means the world to me. And then I have other sisters where I don't know their kids, and that breaks my heart because... Um, I want to be that auntie to them, and I'm not, or I want my kids to have that aunt or uncle or grandparent that they don't have, and that sucks as well. Um, you know, it really does hurt because I don't want that for my kids. And that's, honestly, that's why, like, I'm so grateful for the family that I have, because both of my brothers have married women, whether they have children or not, that I know I'll, you know, be close to their children and there is no none of that drama or anything like that. So I think it, like foundational relationships with them. What? Why are you laughing at me? Because <laughs> you're like you. It's just interesting to me on how polar opposite our families are. Yeah. Like I have a huge family that all needs. Well, honestly, doctor, I get along. Psychological I get along. help. I get, along, I get along with my youngest brother's wife so much because we're both dirty, like, down to the core. Like, she sends me penis pictures all the time. Mm-hmm. Not of her penis. Um, and my 
older brother's hus- uh, husband. Oh my He's God. not gay. <laughs> Wife. <laughs> Allie, I love you. Um, is great as well. And I honestly, whether they have children or not, if they do have children, you know, I know that we'll be close, but they are super close to my kids too. Like they, you know, next Friday, everybody's coming over for a family or Saturday. We're doing Friday and Saturday. Extra. Two days (laughs) of parties. You Jews. You guys know how to party up. Um, You Jews are like, yeah, we blocked off the whole month of May for Jaden's birthday. We're going to celebrate. Listen, I feel bad. Everybody got birthdays. Declan got a birthday last year. So did Isla. Jaden was the only one that did not get a birthday. I feel super bad. Um, But yeah, fuck COVID. Um, That's why. So I just feel like, you know, we have, we go camping to get, like, we have that great relationship. But there's an effort. There's an effort. There is an effort. There's a genuine effort. So like next Friday, we're all getting together. Like they're coming to my house with my parents. Like there's, there is a general effort. And They've this family. They've taken Declan on. He calls my grand, my parents, Mimi and Poppy. Like they've taken him on, and he calls my sister in laws and my brother, uncle and aunt. Like they give him birthday presents with the rest of the kids and stuff like that. And like again, it's and that goes back to the blood thing. Like they're they're my brothers are blood, but they're not blood. But I still treat them as blood. And the same thing goes for, you know, Declan's mom. Me and her are very, very close. And she considers me like a second mom to her. So, like, I feel like in my life, I have a lot of people who are not blood related and a lot of people that are blood related that I consider family regardless of whether they share the same blood, which I think I'm O. <laughs> are we now donating blood? <laughs> what is this? Uh, Amanda's O negative. So, if anything happens to me. Are we the me, same sign? I hope not. Well, what if I need a blood transfusion? Find someone else. I'm Listen, you're supposedly my family. I mean, I'm not coming to this, like, month birthday party. You guys got plans, but whatever. I mean, you are on Saturday. I mean, this just makes me feel like maybe I should be adopted into another family. You can come to my family. Um, it's funny because I always joke around with my neighbors about that. And I say, I keep my circle small. Um, and um, the people that know the real me are probably more my friends than my family because... Um, First of all, whatever you post on social media, half the time is not true, right? It creates a facade of the yeah, life that I don't you know. have. Like, so I post pictures of my kids or post different things that is not really, like, what's all-encompassing about Amanda. Well, no, I, I understand that. Like, I always post pictures of my kids, and especially with Jaden and the autism. Like, most people look at the pictures and they're like, he doesn't look autistic, which is not a fucking look, so shut the fuck up. Anyway, go back to what you said. People in the ignorance. <laughs> what I was saying is, and like, so, like, my my neighbors, like, I was joking around with my neighbors. I'm like, you guys are the family that I choose. Like, you guys are the family that what about my family? if I ever need anything. I'm jealous now. If I ever need anything, my neighbors are there for me. But they they're right me. next to you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they are amazing people. Shout out to Melanie and Mallory. They're stuck with me for another remainder of 27 years now on my house loan. That's right, people. Uh, I'm but, just telling Mallory, 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 Mallory and, and Melanie. Melanie that I'm not happy about this. I think I met one of you, and I I liked you, you a lot. You were very sweet. That was Mallory. You met Mallory, but I'm not happy sharing. All right, and I'm just kidding. I in the same sense, like no, I'm glad that you have someone because you're. Let's put it this: you're a single mom. Yeah, you don't have until you join. Farmers Thanks Only. for reiterating. <laughs> I'm single, single, ready to mingle. You don't have that support of a partner, 
And so the next best thing is to have somebody literally right next door who can be that support. Yep. Um, and also have me who can FaceTime you at 10 o'clock at night and complain about an ant in my bed. Right. And I just <laughs> think that those are the friends, like, again, that I, I've chose to be my blood. You know what I mean? To be those, to be those people, because I think ultimately those are the ones that, um, that have been there for me, that has been supportive to me, supportive of my kids. Um, when things are really rough and I, have like very little willpower and everyone has those days right and saying like it's just a really shitty day and someone to say i'm sorry i'm here for you and if you want to vent vent yeah don't say i fucking hate when people say just be positive if one more person just tells me just be positive it drives me absolutely crazy yeah I you mean, just allow people to vent be their shoulder that's a very cliche or what do you want to say like it's a very um it's not validating at all it's a very dismissive. We know people who say that. Yeah. And we know who you're out just, there. Yeah. We know who you are. We won't hunt you down just yet. Yet. Uh, but you are on a list of people that... Cannot validate I feelings. put on my shooting targets in my backyard. <laughs> um, you want to be validating, though. As, as a friend that's a close friend like that, you have to validate. And letting someone vent like that is validating versus telling them, just be positive. Everything will be fine. Yeah. Because everything may not be fine, but at the end of the day... When we vent, we let a lot off our shoulders and it makes us feel better regardless of whether things are going to get back to normal or not right away. Right. I think that the last couple of years of being single in this post-divorce world with my children has really taught me um, a lot. I think going through divorce has taught me about the torn between. It's like literally like a tearing of my heart between family and friends, uh, people sticking by me. In supporting of my children. And I felt like when you, I didn't know you like very well before the divorce, but we got really close around the time that you were getting divorced. And I, being an insider looking in from the outside, I'm sorry, being an outsider <laughs> looking in, <laughs> I haven't had my medicine yet. Um, being an outsider looking in, I feel like even though we weren't even that close back then, but we were still pretty close. You had, I did not feel like you had adequate support from family. No offense to your family, but no, I, I mean, I think that it's almost like when I went through the miscarriage, the most relatable thing I can say is like, when I went through a miscarriage, people were like, I didn't know what to say. So I said nothing. Right. But and I was like, but helpful. that's the worst thing you could yeah. do. Like say anything and hi. <laughs> and the, um, word, and the, the best things you can do during those times, just an FYI for people is to not say nothing, is to not say say positive, is to not say you'll get pregnant again. Just let or people even like, you'll just get go through to, this. Yeah, just go to people and say if you need to talk, I'm here. Because allowing people to know that you need to, t that you are available to talk makes them feel like you're open and willing to support and talk, whatever. Right. And so then I had that experience going through miscarriages. And then when I went through a divorce, people didn't know what to say either. And unfortunately, people are going to take sides, right? So am I going to support? this person or I'm going to support this person. And it's like, okay, why, why are we tearing this up? You know, why are we, why does this have to be a battle or thing? And like, I lost it, people in my life that were, I, I loved and genuinely cared about. And my kids genuinely cared about and loved. And it, it created a divide because those people just literally dropped us like a dime. Like I cannot, I mean, like literally it was like a wall. It was like one day, these are all my family and my supports. And the next day I had, 
I didn't have those people. So family that was relieved that I was out of the marriage were just like, oh, thank God, the good riddance. But they didn't realize yeah, like, the still pain I had, either. right? Yeah. I mean, I know now the divorce was the best thing I ever went through. However, it was really painful to experience a loss of a relationship or hopes of what I wanted to become in my life. And so um, it was really difficult. But one thing I remember is like my friends were the ones um, who showed up in my house or who came and comforted me when I was completely just lost. I remember I had a friend, uh, I have a girl um, in my life named Jess. I went to college with her and very similar. She's like my soul sister. We have the same birthday, blah, blah, blah. She's amazing. I love her. Anyways, thanks. She thanks a lot. <laughs> Allie's amazing too. But what I'm saying is like she showed up in my house, not seeing me for several months, but she just showed up and was like, "Hey, I'm here for you. Let's just talk." You know what I mean? And I remember being like, "How awesome is that? How awesome is that?" On top of the fact that you know, during that time, I was also in the wedding uh, for a friend and like getting closer closer to you and getting closer to um, <laughs> people who really wanted to make sure me and the boys were okay and i think that i that was a really big wake-up call to me to say these are the people who you need to cherish and put your attention towards not the other people literally being like a vacuum like what do they say like a vacuum like sucking the life mm-hmm. out of you i i i want to have friendships that are nurturing that are growing that are fruitful i don't want to have friendships that are you don't need the toxic right and because i remember my mom one time was like this friend is draining you this friend makes you feel yeah, worse at the end of the energy. day than better in the beginning like you call a friend and you're like hey what's up you know like and then they're like negative nancy just putting you down like you shouldn't be doing that you should be doing that and you're just like beat up every day and then when that person leaves your life you're like oh my gosh i'm so relieved and that feels horrible to say because they were your friend yeah. or same thing with family oh my gosh, I feel so relieved not talking to this person because it allows me to be the better person than I am today. And if you say, if you have to say that to yourself, that means that the relationship is gone. There's no reason to continue a relationship with them. And I think I've had to learn that some people, I'm a very giving person. So a lot of <laughs> <In> times, <bed. laughs> yes, I am. Uh, but anyways, I'm a very giving person. And so I will literally give and give and give till I have nothing. And it's very hard for me to reel it back. Reel it back. I think that's a. I think that's a uh, negative, but positive flaw in a lot of people. It's hard. That's a hard flaw. Right. Like it's good. It's good, but in a way, it also is bad because it it does that also drains you to be so giving. Right. And to be too nice. But yeah, a lot of times it brings me joy to give to individuals and like I like. Except being today out. when she bought me a matcha latte because she said it was gross. It looked gross. It was so good. It helps my throat. But like when I was out and I like and I do things, I'm like, oh, you know, I think of my friend Nicole, like, oh, Evelyn would like this, or I think of Isla. Okay. Isla would like this. So Amanda just Delilah. bought Delilah Isla like this, like literally, like I don't know, eighteen outfits for no reason. <laughs> well, not for because no reason because they were cheap and because she's constantly thinking of other people and loves Isla and Isla loves her and they have a good bond and. That's her, you know, fake daughter because she has two boys, so she needs some um, estrogen. Is that what they have, estrogen? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I just think I like, and I guess sometimes, like, my mom one time told me, 
like you set a bar, like put your hand out, like you set a bar here. And when people don't meet your expectations or don't give to you like you give to them, it can sometimes be disappointing and feel it let can. Down. It does. Honestly, it does. I feel like even with the friends, I mean, with the friends I have now, actually, it's, it's really good. Our relationship is good. We're both giving on both sides. I don't expect to get like gifts back and stuff like that or like people to constantly think of me. But I feel like it goes both ways. And I feel like if I'm constantly like getting someone Christmas presents or getting someone like all these for all the holidays or whatever. That'd be interesting because you're Jewish. Whatever. And not and they're not reciprocating. I, I feel I'm disappointed because I feel like I'm putting in all this effort and it makes me feel good to spoil these people. But they're not reciprocating the effort. So should I keep putting this much energy into this person who may not have that much energy for our relationship? Right. It kind of goes back to like when we, I talked a couple episodes ago about, um, I was in a really bad spot in my marriage. I went to my friend's house. I was crying saying like, Hey, can you take me in? Can you do this for me? A solid for the night, you know, me and my boys. And it wasn't reciprocated. And I remember being like, but if the roles were reversed, I would open my door openly mm-hmm. to that person. And when it wasn't, when people don't treat me the same way, I'm just kind of like really broken for what did I do? Why, why do I not deserve a good friend? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and I think that's why, again, I try to keep my circle small because I don't want to be hurt like that again, you know? Um, but ultimately I still put myself in situations that are, overextending of myself but oh she does constantly you know but i mean i think that um it's a good time to reflect i don't want to share a pillow with you you lesbian um i i think it's a good time to reflect though about how blood is uh thick but water can sometimes be thicker and that um is it scientifically thicker water is not thicker than blood <laughs> scientifically you know what is thicker than blood though maple syrup that's what i wrote on my facebook page the other day on the, on the other day on facebook i was like yeah you know some people say you know blood is thicker than water but some of my friends in my life are uh, maple syrup in my life because they're thick and they're sweet and they're <coughs> they're loving and they're nutritious and, um i really do truly um I value my maple syrup friends in my life. What am I? Um, am I water or maple syrup? Your maple syrup. Aww. Yeah, you're stick sticky. You? <laughs> <laughs> you have attachment issues. What? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> okay. Whatever you say. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just think that um, clearly I need to be up for adoption into Allie's family. Yes. I need to find a nice Jewish Listen, family to adopt me. If you're me. Jewish, you get presents for eight days. Um. Yeah, I don't know what I would do with presents for eight days. Also, Jew people are really great at, like, saving money and, like, inheritance and gifting. Yeah, they are. I mean, I'm okay at it. Well, you're not, but your family might be, so adopt me up. I'll drop the papers. <coughs> um, <coughs> Allie's still dying, um, so that's concerning. Yeah. I'll just take your place in your family. <laughs> okay. So, Yeah. I don't know. I guess like I think it's a good time to reflect on uh, what you want out of your friendships and um, who's there for you in life. You know. Yeah. No, I mean jelly bean. On that note, we're gonna Amanda's wrap up. Gonna give me a foot massage. No, I'm not touching nice your feet. To you, friend. No, and you're disgusting. We'll see you next week. All right, bye. bye.